Monday. I'm doing it. What up, everybody? How are you all out there? Welcome to the Jam Room Podcast. You're with me, Scott, as always. What's been going on? Happy Mother's Day. Uh, I'm recording this on a Monday, so yesterday was Mother's Day. Hope you spoiled your mum. If you're a mum out there, congrats. If you're a shit mum, congrats. You know, the kid's still alive. It's it's all good. Um, so no matter what, this day was for you. If you raised a kid, uh, so all the single dads out there as well, shout out. Happy Mother's Day. Um, I went around and had a nice breakfast with my mom and all that sort of stuff. I hope it's all uh, all good in your world. Do whatever you think is appropriate uh, for the level of gratitude you have. Something like that. I don't know how else to fucking say it. Whatever. Happy Mother's Day out there, guys. Um, hope you had a great weekend. I know we only talked on Friday. Um, a lot's still been going on since then. So, yeah. Saturday night was um, <laughs> Elon Musk's debut as a comedian um, on Saturday Night Live or some shit like that. I don't know if any of you guys got a chance to watch the Elon Musk Saturday Night Live episode. Like, fucking, I loved Saturday Night Live. I, I grew up with, um, like, I guess you'd call it proper international cable TV or some shit. Started as a company called Galaxy back here. It's become Foxtel ever since or whatever. But basically gave us access to other channels. Uh, worldwide and stuff. I always had it because my, my family is all British, so they needed the UK TV sort of bullshit. Um, but I got a chance to grow up watching Saturday Night Live back in the fucking heydays. The um, the Farley Spade fucking Adam Sandler, uh, Mike Myers kind of fucking era, which was uh, hit and miss even back then. As great as those days were, we look back at them real fondly, but they were fucking hit and miss back then still, and it's gotten worse since then. Let's face it. Saturday Night Live is garbage. So this was the only thing I was going to check out as far as Saturday Night Live is going to offer me um, in the last, let's say, 10, 15 years. And uh, so Elon Musk was hosting, and it was garbage. Uh, did If you guys watched it, don't. He did a whole bunch of shit about his fucking stupid um, memes with cryptocurrencies, the Dogecoin bullshit, which tanked after his appearance uh, because it, <laughs> it it just basically said it was a scam. Um, but I guess the big thing was fucking the lack of comedy um, in the Saturday Night Live thing that was not funny at all. The big revelation was that Elon Musk sort of told everyone he has Asperger's or some shit like that. It's like, fucking, uh, what? Really? <laughs> I can't believe it. This dude that's obviously got Asperger's actually told us that we had a, he has Asperger's. All right, cool. Yeah, so revelations all around the place with Elon Musk and Saturday Night Live. It's a stupid thing to talk about, guys. I know. But um, it is what it is. We will get back to music because there's tons of music shit going on. Um, you know how uh, a few few weeks ago or whatever, I was going down the, the hip-hop sort of rabbit hole? And that was kind of triggered um, just because I kept on playing this Mac Miller fucking album start to finish. Well, anyway, there was an article that came out this week uh, about the Mac Miller biography that's going to come out soon. By soon, I mean next year, I think, sometime. Something like that. Uh, but either way... Uh, the the estate and the, the, the family of Mac Miller thinks this whole fucking biography that's going to come out is bullshit written from, by somebody that's um, 
not really got any close relationship with Mac Miller himself and uh, Malcolm Miller, by the way. And uh, kind of they, they think it's all a big fucking cash grab and it's kind of bullshit. So um, they're encouraging everybody to not buy that. So as much as I'm a Mac Miller fan, everybody else out there that you might be a Mac Miller fan, if not, just listen to Mac Miller. You should become a fan. It kind of speaks for itself. Um, the biography coming out next year, which I should have got the name of, but I don't. Google it yourself if you ever see a fucking biography of Mac Miller coming out next year. Don't buy it. These, um, this, this, this author is apparently just sort of concocting a story that the family's not happy with. It seems bullshit. And he's like planning to release it like a day before what would be Mac Miller's 30th birthday. Right? So it's just this massive cash grab bullshit sort of thing. And I reckon that's going to be kind of the theme of this, this podcast because I've got some music to talk about which kind of fits in a similar sort of category uh, with that. But um, yeah, we'll get into it. So I don't know. I love Mac Miller, man. I've, I've still been playing that album start to finish. I've still been fucking playing that Royal Blood album. Fucking that's... It's got some groove to it. Uh, it's, it's just a cheerful album, guys. Still check out that Royal Blood album. Uh, but moving on with fucking new music for this week... I saw some things that were like, um, you know, just pretty highly suggested. Um, not really my style at all, but it's what it is. Um, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Uh, Bebe Rexa. Is that it? Bebe Rexa? Bebe Rexa. B-E-B-E. And then the surname R-E-X-H-A. Okay, so Bebe Rexa uh, has got a new album out called Better Mistakes. And uh, I checked it out because I um, opened up the track listing for it and the, you know, the first song was featuring Trav Barker, who made his sort of massive impact on the musical world as a drummer um, in Blink-182, which is near and dear to my heart because I was a skater boy in the fucking 90s. It's just what it is. Um, so Blink-182 were all over the shop. Actually, Blink-182 is the first uh, rock concert I went to by myself as like a 14-year-old kid or whatever. Uh, fucking tremendous. If you were there in Perth, uh, Entertainment Center, it was, it was at the time before they demolished it. Fucking, I want to say 2001. So 20 years ago. Anyway, something like that. It was a great show. You might have been there. It's fucking fantastic. So Travis Barker's playing on one of these Bebe Rexa songs, as well as a whole bunch of other feature artists um, that I had no idea what impact they have or who the fuck they are either like maybe you guys know who these these guys are so bebe rexa am i talking gibberish or is, is this someone you know because this whole album seemed like it's going to be the next big thing like this chick is going to be like our next sort of gaga big club anthems that sort of stuff and by the way this album is tight as fuck i'll say that it's well fucking produced sounds amazing it is drenched in hooks. There are vocal hooks all over this motherfucking album. It, 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 it pops like that. So, so much so that it's like, oh, wait, wait a minute. This is a big push. This is a big marketing push because there are fucking featured artists all the way through it. Some of them, like I said, have no idea who the fuck they are. You might know. Ty Dollar Sign. Heard of him? Her? I don't know. What about Lil Uzi Vert or Doja Cat? Or Pink Sweat. But I understood Trav Barker. I don't understand all this sort of stuff. And the album was just, like I said, it's, it's a cash grab, man. Like, it was 
good. Like I said, it was really well made. These are these are new anthems that are going to be in the clubs for the next few years, like a, a fucking ongoing playlist. I know these are going to get drilled into people's heads. So I definitely congratulate them on that. But the, like the second to last song on the album is featuring Rick Ross. So you've got all these these guys that like I haven't heard of. They might have huge impact somewhere. I don't fucking know. But then you've got Trav Barker at the start. And at the end, you've got Rick Ross. You're doing a cash grab. I get it. This is fucking cool. But it is what it is. It's just an absolute cash grab. Musically, it was fine. It was just pop trend stuff pop trend stuff which has gone to like a bit more guitar-y actually so there's you know little licks and stuff going on that's kind of cool but apart from that you get what you get so listen to it and see what the fuck you think is it just a fucking cash grab album um i think it is and i think it's gonna fucking work so kudos to that all right anyway the other big album of the uh of the weekend uh weezer bought out a new album yeah, the Weezer. Weezer. It's actually their 15th studio album. And uh, oh, I don't know, guys. Like A couple of episodes ago, like I'm still going through this fucking this thing with Royal Blood because that album was fucking amazing. There's a couple of amazing things. And I really wanted there to be some more amazing things for this episode. Um, but, you know... It's actually not really hard to get through these albums because they're very, very short. That fucking Bebe Rexa album was only 36 minutes long with all of that stardom sort of peppered in there for the millions of dollars that they spent producing this fucking album. Weezer, again, has got a bunch of um, songs on this new album, but it still only comes in at 30 minutes. So it's really not hard to do this research and listen to these songs a couple of times and see what the fuck's going on. And Weezer... It's your 15th studio album, right? So for the listener out there, just put your mindset in in Weezer. Like, I don't know too much about Weezer. I don't really care too much about Weezer. Um, if uh, if you remember fucking months ago now, um, when we went down that movie rabbit hole with great songs in movies and, and shit like that, and one of the, the movies that I brought up was the movie Out Cold. And if you know nothing about this movie, it's just like a... <sighs> like a B-grade fucking snowboarding movie comedy set on a on a mountaintop somewhere, right? Zach Galifianakis is in it, but apart from that, it's, it's all nobodies. But it does have a great soundtrack. And there is a song in that that, you know, they keep having to turn off because it reminds the main character of his ex-girlfriend or some shit like that. Um, and it's that Weezer song. Oh, fucking, I don't even know what the fuck it's called. Island in the Sun or something like that. In Something in the Sun. Island in the Sun might be right. Yeah, that might be right. It's that fucking... If you're on a holiday... Da, 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 something some like that. I apologize for those butchered vocals. As always, I'm not a singer, guys. Fucking... But that song, that's their highest um, played or most played song on, on Spotify, right? Still. It's just that, that silly song which everybody likes the start of, but no one likes the ending of. Um, so what the fuck's going on with Weezer? The reason why I'm prepping it this way is because this album is another fucking cash grab. This is... <laughs> All right, so the album's called Van Weezer. comes in at 30 minutes. It's their 15th album. And it sounds like shit, guys. Um, 
production wise, yeah, fine, I guess, whatever. It's there's nothing there's nothing wrong with it. But like, it just sounds like um like nineties college music sort of still just Weezer being Weezer, yet running out of ideas, Weezer. Because like I, I was um today I was I was listening through this album uh, with with a buddy, and that fucking a song comes on. This song is called Blue Dream. Look at this song. On Spotify, it's called Blue Dream by Weezer. And it starts off with the riff from Crazy Train. An Ozzy Osbourne song. 100% that riff, right? And it's not credited at all. And so I'm doing the Wikipedia um, research of what's all the background of this album and all this sort of shit. It just says, oh, it's inspired by some 70s and 80s rock. That's kind of why they called it Van Weezer. And if you look at the album art, it's it's like a Van Halen album, right? It's so it's kind of inspired by that and it's um inspired by like Black Sabbath and Metallica and stuff like that. Like they don't even mention Crazy Train isn't a Black Sabbath song, it's an Ozzy Osbourne song, right? But they rip that off straight away and then go into their own song, which is way worse than the original. They should have just kept it with the cover. So this thing's just a catch cash grab and they're running out of ideas i'm disappointed i thought weezer would <laughs> i didn't know what the fuck to expect from weezer to be honest guys did you have anything to expect from weezer i don't know i would have expected something a little bit more original i mean by your 15th fucking studio album you're not coming up with um like any kind of originality or anything just like oh we're gonna just do a ripoff as a bit of a like montage of fucking 70s and 80s riffs that we can sort of play, but we'll do them a little slower so we can get away with it. Something like that. It was garbage. Anyway. So, yeah. Sorry about that, guys. I want you to check it out. Like, still check it out just to see how crazy this this uh, this album is as far as um, disappointment scale goes. It's crazy low. It's... um. I don't know, whatever you would expect, it just, uh, I don't know, drops a new, new, new floor out of you. It's pretty crazy. Anyway, that's Weezer's Van Weezer album. 15th studio album, guys. These guys have been around forever. They should know a little better. Anyway, what I'm going to show you today, guys, uh, it's, again, more songs. By the way, we did get away with it. Uh, that Spotify stuff that I did last episode uh, is still up. So we're good to go. So I can show you more jams and more long form stuff in the future. And I know most podcasts try to grow themselves a little bit and like get better production and stuff like that. And I'm actively sabotaging my own to give you worse quality crap. Um, but it's what it is because I think it's the organic shit of the jam that needs to be shown. And uh, that's just the, the, that's the charm of the Jam Room podcast is the nitty gritty. It's going to be peppered with polished stuff, obviously, guys. But, you know, give us a break. It is what it is. Um, uh, this next song, um, it's again one of those songs from that old band that I mentioned, the Coco Chi, that had uh, myself and Liam. We were both playing guitar in that band, our friend Mitch on bass, and, um, and the great Patrick on, on drums. And so this is another one of those songs. I hope you enjoy. Please reach out and uh, get involved with the podcast. All the ways to get in touch are in the description below and all that bullshit. But yeah, just to recap... Uh, avoid the mac miller biography that's coming out next year just before his birthday check out the bebe rexa album and let me know what you think because you're going to be hearing this album fucking everywhere anyway 
Trust me. It's a fucking commercial banger. And then um, listen to Weezer just to laugh. This is the Jamming Podcast. <laughs> 